0: End it all podcast with your hosts, Lucian Notter and Brad Stone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Send It All podcast. I'm your host, Lucian Otter, and tonight I'll be joined by the two other co-hosts at various times in the history of the podcast, Mr. Brad Stone and Mr. Hogan Meyer. Brad, Hogan, how you doing? Good, thanks.
1: You know what, Lucian? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you for asking. It's a great Tuesday night. Draft is only a few days away until Saturday. Great to be here, Hogan. Great. Oh, I heard something spinning there, but great to have Hogan and Brad and our incredible man, Lucian, on the podcast.
0: Yeah, sounds like Hogan's enjoying a beer, maybe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. All right, guys, well, let's get this thing started. I just want to know, since we're getting back into the season, what has you guys' off-season been like? What have you been up to... Uh, what are you looking forward to this season? You know what, Hogan, let's start with you. Take it away.
2: Uh, hey, thanks, Lucian. So my off season has been pretty simple, as you guys most know. Uh, just baby stuff and more baby stuff. So with this craziness pandemic going on, it hasn't affected too much our lives just because we wouldn't be going out that much anyway because we got the baby at home. Uh, the baby's doing great, and... Yeah, so that's pretty much all that's been going on for me. Nothing too interesting. What about you guys?
1: You know what? It has been a fantastic offseason over here in the Bradstone household. As the banker cat, of course, you know, life is good. Uh, you know, I do feel a little concerned with the pandemic. Um, feeling like I'm not seeing the commitment I want to see. You know, I'm starting to see it rally. And, of course, we have the draft on Saturday. Cannot wait. I'm the 14th pick. Can't wait to get into more of that.
0: Nice. Yeah. Well, I've just been, you know, hanging out all quarantine. It has really been too much different for me, other than not working. But yeah, I usually am kind of introverted, so I don't really go out much. So, yeah, I'm really excited for football to start. Like, I've been, I've been waiting for it. It's, it's time. It's time for some sports to come back. Lucian, how are you
1: feeling about your Arizona Cardinals? Though, I mean, there's a lot of expectations.
0: I am feeling great. Like I have not been this excited, and I have not been this hyped for a season um, since Arians took over that first year. Yeah, it's gonna I- fall apart really quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Well, typical Raiders fan over there. He does not know how to build anything. Whereas the Arizona Cardinals, you know, Kyler Murray. You guys got DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, it's it's looking like a pretty good squad. Plus, I mean, coach, I mean. You guys are going to air it out. That could have a lot of fantasy implications.
0: D-Hop is no Antonio Brown. I'll give you that, Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into last year's predictions. Um, Brad, I don't know if you made predictions with us, but Hogan and I, we had a few predictions about how what would happen during the season. Uh, Hogan, let's get to your predictions. What, what did you predict, and did they come true? Uh, so
2: I had two predictions. Uh, the first one did not come true. I predicted that... Uh, Patrick Mahomes would not continue his streak of awesomeness. I predicted that he would not finish in the top five. I was proven wrong. He did finish number five. And let's be honest with this Super Bowl win, which kill me now, please. He's definitely reached the ranks of Brett Favre and Tom Brady in that men in the Kansas City area are giving their wives a hall pass now saying, you can sleep with Patrick Mahomes and it's not cheating. So you're saying
1: you would let Patrick Mahomes sleep with your wife.
2: I said men in the Kansas City area.
1: Oh, in the Kansas City area. Okay.
2: Yeah. Not the Irvine area. So like pretty much any woman in Milwaukee. Irvine's exempt.
1: Irvine's exempt. God damn you, Brad.
2: Um, But anyway, yeah, the second prediction was that drafting a tight end very early would backfire. Kittle and Kelsey both went in the second round. More than 10 running backs and more than 10 receivers outperformed the top fantasy scoring tight end which i believe was kelsey that one's kind of 50 50 you can decide whether or not i was right on that it didn't really backfire though so i
0: guess yeah John.
1: what are we talking about tight ends here what's going on hogan yeah,
0: yeah so you can wait on tight ends And i believe miner is trying to get a tight end in the eighth round based on his latest screenshot so everyone you know I've, I've heard
1: that as well lucian rumors yes. are saying minor tight end eighth round perhaps seventh round who knows Hey, well,
0: mm. I'm right before him, so maybe I'll steal a tight end right before him.
1: <laughs> I've also heard Elvin, a- or excuse me, Mr. Angram is in play for him. We'll wait and see. Mm. Okay, okay, it's good insider
0: info right there. Uh, moving on to my predictions. I had three, and I'm very proud to say that all three of my predictions came true. Mm-hmm. The first one was that Bama Joe was gonna stun everyone and make the playoffs in his first year. And you know what? bama joe made the playoffs go bama joe great job great job the second one i think uh you know people were doubting me they didn't know they said how could someone so illustrious uh not make the playoffs but you know what i was sticking to my guns i said eric was not going to make the playoffs this year and he didn't make the playoffs so that's two for two for me right there what do you guys think you guys surprised eric didn't make it it's kind of like heaven existing we all have our doubts but we all hope it's true so you know Well done. Thank you, Lucian. And my third prediction was that Wes's best trades were going to come with U.S. bank employees. And you know what? Looking through the trades, I'd have to say that's true. Yeah. Um, but something caught my eye. It was, a, it was a trade between Wes and Minor. There was a, something a little shady going on. They were trading Saquon Barkley. They traded him twice in the same year. You guys, Hogan, what do you think about this? A little shady definitely deserves an investigation
2: of sorts. It's tough to say which one was his best, which one was his
0: biggest. It, it, it's
2: it, Your prediction was correct, so
0: yeah. Uh, Yeah, that was our predictions. I want to get into some awards right now. Um, Hogan, I believe you have some awards that you'd like to give out for last season.
2: Yes, I do, thank you. Um, So we have a couple of awards to give out, things to go in the Send It All trophy room. Uh, The first award I would like to give out is known as the Charles Woodson, ouch baby, very ouch award. This award goes to the man who did everything right, really went above and beyond Put up a highlight reel worthy performance, yet somehow, some way, got totally lucky, unlucky and completely fucked in the ass and lost a game that we all know he should have won. This is the highest losing score of the season, and that honor goes to Bama Joe. In week three, Bama Joe put up 153.9 points and still lost to the pretty much undisputable best team of the season, Jason, who put up 163.11 points. So, Bama Joe, sorry, Charles Woodson, and I feel for you. Ouch, baby. Very ouch.
1: I mean, you got to give Bama Joe a little bit of uh, respect, though. I mean, it was his first time ever playing Fantasy, Hogan. Well, uh, that's what, was we're saying, that's what
2: we're saying. That's what we're saying. Ouch. Like, we feel for you. Did you not heal? Oh, we okay. feel ouch. for you.
1: Ouch, baby. Very ouch. By the way, has anybody seen Bama Joe's new haircut? Uh, it is fire. He's no longer Bama Joe. He's Hollywood Kogan these days. <laughs>
0: Whoa! <And> I've <decided, laughs> not seen it. I
1: will be sending a photo to the, the uh, group chat momentarily. Oh, please do. Yeah, do I right can't now. wait to see it on the, uh, yeah, the Zoom right. call Saturday. Fire, gentlemen. Anyways, carry on.
2: The next award is the Justin Verlander You are bad and you should feel bad award. This award goes to someone who we all know got away with a fast one somehow slipped through the cracks didn't even really do anything on their own worth of worthy of any merit you owe in six in the World Series motherfucker you and got totally lucky and won something big that they shouldn't have won this goes to the lowest winning score of the season and that dishonor goes to Nestor in week 14 who put up 82.75 points and still beat Bama Joe, who only put up 61.2 because he was handicapped with no quarterback in that week. (sighs) Nestor, you are bad, and you should feel bad.
1: King Lib Nestor. (laughs) Can I just say, I got to get
0: something off my chest. I didn't have, I had an okay year last year, but the last five weeks, I was the highest scoring team four of the five weeks. The one Mm -hmm. week that I wasn't the highest scorer, my team shit the bed, and I got kicked out of the playoffs. That's just fantasy, guys. You can have it a is. great team, but if you have a bad week, that could be it. You could be done. Good. Yeah. It just sucks. I just want to say it sucks. What's this last award that we have here? The next award is the Ryan Leaf Utter Futility
2: Award. goes to the lowest score of the season. And know that it was not Bama Joe with his 61.2 when he wasn't allowed to start a QB. That goes to none other than our... Greatly missed. Chad Lacks escalade. In week twelve, he put up fifty point nine points. Five zero points nine points. With all nine players starting. That's less than six points per player. Oh meanwhile on the other side, Thomas put up a respectable amount, one of seven point four five crews to an easy win. Chad. Oh, dude, man. We love you. We wish you were still in the league because you're our friend and all. But also we we gotta scratch our heads and wonder what 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 are you doing, right?
1: It's it's very disappointing when yeah, I know. does not yeah. show up to the draft. Uh, Hogan, this is one thing we can absolutely, no matter what, agree on. Lucian, appreciate you bringing it up. Uh, Hogan, what are your thoughts on being the toilet bowl champion and not showing up to the draft? Though, or we should get into that later.
2: Um, well, this is a different situation because he didn't show up at the beginning of last season and would be toilet bowl this season. Oh, so you're talking about it's a very different uh, situation because we're not having a live draft this year, but I'm glad you brought it up. One thing I did make clear, um, the toilet bowl does not go to 13th place. I made this clear a few years ago when people are trying to tell me I was a toilet bowl champ because of, <laughs> was it Chad again leaving at the time? I don't know. But no, it goes back to me. So if we were Blue. having a live draft, no, if we were having a live draft, I would have been, I've said this many times all over the past several months. I would have been draft bitch again because we need a draft bitch at a live draft. And I'm, I'm still going to be wearing the pink shirt on uh, Saturday for the Zoom chat. You guys will all see, of course, proudly
0: wearing it, of course.
1: But I would not? We, we, we always respect you for wearing that. Thank
0: you. Uh, thank you. Hogan, yeah. you're a three time toilet bowl draft bitch. No, no, no. Three
2: years in a One, row. No, no. One time. I was not it two years ago. That was Thomas. I'm, I'm We've actually, been over this a million I'm, times. I'm
1: with Hogan on this <laughs> point. I actually think Hogan is a one-time toilet bowl champ uh, or bitch. But uh, if you come in 13th then and the other person leaves the league, then it does roll up to you. However, you are not. No, 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 no. Brad, 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 oh, we champion. talked.
2: No, that, that that I wasn't 13th last year, but it still goes back. It doesn't roll up to anyone. Okay. It's like when there's a vacant title in boxing. Okay. It doesn't go to whoever second place is it's just, it's just vacant and the former champion retains the title. That's how it works. Chad is, well, he's moving on. So the the toilet bowl title is vacant. So the former retainer me retains it. So I have to wear it, but I do not have to do the other last place punishment of um, attending a WNBA game or uh, waxing my chest or anything like that um, because I've already done that and I didn't earn that. The reason I have to do that is because someone has to wear the pink shirt and someone has to be a draft bitch so that we all have, you know, someone bringing us food and serving us drinks. That's just a given.
0: Unfortunately, well, it's not hap-
1: we need so Absolutely, we need someone bringing us drinks and giving yeah. us food and being the draft mm-hmm. bitch. So who's that gonna be this season? Well, no one, because
0: we're all gonna a lot winner. of drafts. Yeah.
1: Well, however, who would it be? Me. Me. Okay. Hogan. Hogan. Yeah.
0: For two years in a row.
1: So Hogan, is that why you called me midweek and said uh, you were opting out of coming over to my house?
2: oh is this true no not at all brad oh my god well, you, you hogan did not call, you know. want to serve oh, brad not alcohol. denying it he has not denied it he is not denied <laughs> trying to trying to continue quarantine as much as i can i've got a 10-month-old baby at home
1: hogan i think you just need to live and let live a little bit and we're, yeah I mean, tell I'm that to my 10-month-old right <laughs> <laughs> okay all right well i'm not gonna say that karen and i respect karen so the fact that I respect Karen means I respect your decision, but it doesn't mean I can't criticize.
0: <laughs> All right, guys. Well, let's get into the closing segment. I'm just going to go over some quick predictions for this season. Um, I have three written out. I don't know if Brad or Hogan have anything, but I'm just going to go ahead and say mine because I was so successful last year. I think these might work out. My first prediction this year is that we will get an entire football season. It will not be canceled because of COVID. I think the NFL is putting the right the right protocols in place, and we're going to finish. And there is going to be a winner in the Sunday All League. Do you guys agree with this? What do you think? Yes,
1: I absolutely agree. I saw today that college football canceled. However, NFL will absolutely have a sixteen game season plus the playoffs. Lucian. I agree. Uh, my second, yes. Lucian, can I interject with one prediction? You may. Over over, under 7.5 Cowboys primetime games.
2: <laughs> Way um, over. They're going to go over for sure. Do
1: you think over? You think eight. That includes Monday night, Sunday night, and Thursday night games, guys. And are they hey.
0: adding Saturday? Did, did someone mention that? Did They're talking that? about Saturday, too, yeah. Uh, that wow. would technically count well, if as prime time.
1: Saturday, I think I ought to bump it up to 9.5 then in that case.
0: Ooh. I'd still say over.
1: Over. Okay. So, Hogan, you're on the record over. Lucian?
0: I'm going to go under.
1: Under. Very good. Good. I'm going to go under as well on 9.5. <laughs> <laughs> to you.
0: All right. Well, this brings us to my second prediction this year. And that prediction is that at least one person in our league is going to drop a player because of COVID that they did not want to drop. And there's going to be a lot of complaining and a lot of yelling and someone is going to get very mad. And that's Uh, it. That's That's over
1: for me. That's absolutely an over for me.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I guarantee that'll happen. And I'll say, hey, I've drafted players who were in the middle of holdouts. I've had players who got suspended. I have uh, traded for a player. And then one hour later, Hurty got injured. So, I mean, shit happens. And I have two words for you. Deal with it.
0: <laughs> All right, guys. I have one final prediction. This one's kind of selfish. My prediction, though, is that the Cardinals are going to make the playoffs this year. Oh, yeah. D Hop, Kyler Murray, Kenyon Drake, Larry Fitzgerald, Cliff Kingsbury. Robbie knows what I'm talking about. Cardinals in the playoffs.
1: Lucian, I 1000% agree. I absolutely think the Cardinals will make the playoffs. Not only do I think they're going to make the playoffs, they're going to be in the NFC Championship game against Damn. the one and only Purple Peter, People leaders, the one and only Kirk Cousins, kissing your cousins Minnesota Vikings.
0: Okay, I can see that. I know you're a big Vikings fan. Uh we'll see how that we'll see how uh, Thielen does without Diggs there. Should be a fun show. So if I want
2: to throw out one prediction here, if it hasn't happened already, I predict that Jared Goff will publicly endorse and or say that he does like the new Rams logo.
0: Oh, he's already done that. They've as soon as as soon as the the uniforms came out, like all the Rams players took to Twitter and were like, we love these uniforms. Yeah, we're awesome. These things are great. Uh, Totally convinced by the team to say that. But.
1: We, we have to focus as well, though. Will Philip Riz, Rivers have another child, Hogan?
2: Oh, um, what's he on seven right now?
1: I think he's on nine, dude. Nine? nine? His seed well, flows strong like child? a river.
2: That's not the point.
1: Um, how old is his youngest is... child? Well, I don't know, I don't follow, but he has nine. So <gasps> will he have a tenth? I think he, I mean, I would say odds are he does. I think he's trying to How get a TV a... show.
0: 19 nineteen and Rivers. That's what he wants. Dude,
1: I'm, all, I'm always pro More. You mean
0: 17? You know, that's 17. My stand. Okay. He might be going
1: through okay. 17. Will Phillip Rivers have another
0: child? Uh, no, my bet would be no. Well, uh, the last thing we're going to talk about is just uh, thoughts on the upcoming draft. Are you guys excited? It's Saturday. It's, it's less than a week away. Very excited. Um,
2: I know I like to talk smack on mock drafts. I want to say... Eric, I'm not talking smack on you for mocking. I'm talking smack on you for bragging that you mocked so well. Because, again, that's like a, you know, you saw it in the thing. I don't need to repeat it here. You know
0: what I'm talking about. It's like, dude, get over yourself. And he was bragging about a 95. Like, that's not even the highest score you can get. Not even. Yeah, I mean, talk to
1: me me when you get a 99. Like, 95, (laughs) get out of here. Hey,
0: 100 is possible, so... Let me, one I thing want to see that you one. You
1: know, 99.99 is possible. You know, it's goddamn math. You know what, Eric? <laughs> Get the fuck out of here with this bullshit, this propaganda. Get out of here.
0: All right, guys. That's the end of the podcast. Thanks for listening. And remember, we hate you all. Hate you all. Good night.